0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba At participating McDonald's.
1: It's Lindsay the Great, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Ain't nobody giving to me. I work hard for this
0: 50-50 ain't enough, I give my all to this shit, no silver spoon when I can't yep. Alright, we got Lindsey the Great jumping off the porch with us today What's poppin', man? What's going on with your game? Nothing much, what you got going, man? Nothing much, chilling, chilling, living large, how you living?
1: I'm living good, how you living? What you got for me, man?
0: Nothing much, how I feel to in the city of Atlanta?
1: Man, I like it here, man, I'm trying to, you know, get down here eventually, you know, trying to do my due diligence, all that Real you know Trying to get out of Indiana, man. You know, it's cold up there. I'm tired of the snow. <laughs> it's cold and motherfucking. Nah, for real. I
0: know it's probably snowing right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, actually it is. That's why I got the fur on my nigga. I'm like, damn shit I forgot I'm going down south, but you know, it's alright.
0: It's all good. It's chilly down here. Talk too. to me though,
1: man. What's popping
0: Nothing much, bro. So tell me how does it feel to be able to travel city to city seeing new shit, just pursuing your dream.
1: Oh, it's cool, man. It let me know that I'm being lied to in my hometown. You know, it's so limited on resources. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doing dumb shit, doing the same stuff. You get out of town, you realize it's more to life than what you're getting presented to in the little city. So it's like, man, I'm about to just go ahead and pop it off. Every time I come here and go back, they drag, Mike and tell you, man, why you going back to Indiana, man? You need to stay here. I'm like, bro, look, man, I'm trying to, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting it together though. So to answer your question, it feel good, man. It feel good. Nah, for real. No.
0: What's one thing you feel like you can always get in Indiana that you can't get anywhere else?
1: Resource. Oh, wait, what I can get? In Indiana? That
0: you can't get nowhere that else? That I can't
1: get nowhere else? That love, that family, that loyalty. Indiana ain't as bad as people make it seem, man. You gotta come where the corn don't grow. Come to the city, you know what I mean? It's, it's, we fly, we good, we humble. We ain't on no starstruck stuff, we ain't on no Hollywood shit. We just, hey, come check us out. But we need some resources, man. We need some people to come peep us out. We got everything y'all got, just ain't nobody came to see it yet. Nah, no, for real. Nope.
0: How would you describe growing up in Indiana?
1: Oh, it was different. It was different. I mean. It, it, was, it was really crazy, though, growing up, because, like, you know, Indiana, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it, everything family. everybody family there, so it's not a lot of strangers. So as soon as you go, what's your last name? Oh, you grew up with such and such. So they already know what type of time you're on and all that. But we, we just, man, we real laid back, humble, cool. But we some hustlers, we grinders. It's a working city. It ain't no clubs popping like that, all that. So it ain't nothing to do but work, go home, get money. And that's why people get money and move out of Indiana. You know, it's a get-money place. No, it's Midwest. You know, Detroit right there, Ohio right there. People come and, you know, migrate. So it's a hard-working place.
0: That's real. Yeah. How would you describe the culture?
1: The culture is like gumbo. We take a mixture of everything. You got a little Chicago, a little Detroit, you know. I mean, eventually we're going to have our own. We got our own culture. We got our own story and all that. But we tend to take a lot of everything and mix it in one. It's like a gumbo, man. So it's a, it's something you ain't never seen before. You know, it's not just... Oh, that's, you know, when you hear it, you don't know what it is, you know, cause we got musicians, we got the hustlers, the entrepreneurs, you know, we got people that's doing everything. So again, it's like gumbo, man. Everybody just, it's a mixture. It's not like just one category. You can't just put one word on it. We, we mixed up. No, for real. for real.
0: How would you describe yourself as a child?
1: Child growing up? Oh man, just can't sit down. Full of ideas, you know, carry tell, you know, we. We in school, I got the camera, you know, I started, like, all this stuff y'all see, man, I'm, look, look at this, po- look, I'm, I'm 15 in this, making mixtapes, doing all this stuff, you know, I was, and, I, and this ain't even about the mixtapes, this is more about, like, I made these covers, I was doing graphic design, you know, so, growing up, I wasn't really so much focused on what my surroundings was on, I was just really caught up into the business aspect, and being on the computer, uh, coming up with ideas, doing this, doing that, just always doing stuff, bro. I was just active on the, on the business tip. Everything that I could do as far as creativity, I was always creating stuff. So I didn't have a lot of time to be out there because it was a time, be real with you, like we used to, it's this thing called all night skating. It's like the club, like Cascade for y'all mm-hmm. in Atlanta. It was like the club, you know, and people called me like, man, you know, cause I went a few times, but by the time I got my computer, I just started learning how to do all this stuff and I just got hooked on it and I started making money off it because it were not too many people that knew how to do that type of shit. So I'm like, shit, man, that's how I was getting paid. So I was just, once I started getting paid off that, mom lost her job in 08. She was a part of that recession when Bush and them sent all them jobs overseas. I said, well, shit, it's time to hustle, man, because my influences, they told me I could do this and do that, but that's easy, bro. I was like, man, I'm going to take the hard route. I'm going to learn how to do this shit because it's going to be the future one day. They didn't see it at the time. But then as it, you know, progressed, it's like, damn, this the shit. Now everybody getting paid off this shit I used to do, you know? So that's why I'm just trying to bring it back and re-up on it. Basically, that's where re-up came from. It's like, shit, I'm about to re-up on everything I used to do and do it again, but have an LC behind it and get paid for it because we were doing this shit for fun. We weren't trying to be no rap stars, celebrities. We would, that was just like some people play sports. Some people play with toys. This what I did. So that was a hobby,
0: shit. No, it's real so
1: i was doing different shit. i wasn't doing what everybody was doing i didn't follow people
0: do you remember the first time you put your hands on a computer
1: man i was 14. i was 14 and i started doing djing like i would take songs and mix them together i still got them on youtube you could check it out i was like 14 doing mixes and then after that i started doing graphic design and that's why i really like making mixtapes just to do the cover <laughs> you know what i mean then i started recording for other people and you remember the PlayStation 3 headsets? It had a USB plug. Man, I took a PlayStation headset. I took two vases and a motherfucking tube sock for the uh, the filter. You know the filter on the microphone? Started rapping on it. But I only rapped on it so I could learn how to engineer on Pro Tools and do mixing and mastering because my homeboys, they was too cool to rap and shit. And I ain't want to rap at all. I ain't, I ain't like that rap shit. So I was like, man, I'm going to rap just to learn how to mix and master because you get money off that shit. So in other words, like, You got Birdman, you got Slim. I was more on the Slim approach, like I'm trying to be behind the scenes. You don't see Slim a lot, but he run Cash Money. But Birdman, you know, he all—no disrespect, but it's like he all in the camera. I didn't want all that, but when I did it, people was like, "Oh, you rapping, man? Let me buy your mixtape." And I ain't gonna say no, no bread. So that's where the mixtapes came from. Shit, mom ain't got no job, I ain't finna go to her purse. So I just started making songs and shit. That's real. (laughs) And then my homeboy seen what what you could do, so now they like, "Man, let me get on the song." So now I'm recording the whole block, I'm recording the whole hood. Cause in Indiana, we so limited on resources. You had like only so many people doing stuff and they'd be acting all bougie, like trying to tax us and all that. I'm like, man, come to the block. I'll record you for $50 real quick. One person turn to two, two turn to eight and so on. So that's what it was like, man, you know?
0: So ultimately what led you to give up on the music and pursue other- Well, careers? the thing was
1: I never wanted the music. I always started with like doing movies. Like, let me see, which poster is it? I'm gonna show you. Well, first off, let me show you this. Like you see this gaming stuff right here? I was actually into marketing and doing things other than music. You know what I'm saying? The music was just a way to show what I was doing. It's like, yeah, I do this and I do that. But as far as the music, it wasn't the main passion. My main passion was doing, like these are my clothes and all that stuff. This is what I'm doing today. I don't mean to talk about my past a lot because I want to show what I'm doing today, but this is what I was really doing. You see how young we is in these screenshots? I would be in the hood, right? I'll be in the hood with the camera and just like we ought to record all this stuff, but I never did want to do music first. This is what I want to do with 50 doing on the movies, like the series coming out with uh, films and all that. I wasn't into just doing rapping. that was like something for fun. So I wouldn't even say I gave up on it. I just never started it. I just did it only again so I could learn how to uh, mix and master and all that and engineer and everything. I didn't want to be the rapper or the star. I wanted my homeboys to rap. I wanted them to be the star, but I wanted to be the Dr. Dre. I wanted to be the one that pressed the buttons. You give me the money, you go home. I don't even want y'all to know who I am. But I had to
0: take that sacrifice because they didn't want to do it. Talk about getting a deal from a gaming platform.
1: Oh man, so I was like 15. Machinima at the time was like how y'all look at. I don't know how to compare it, but it was the biggest platform on gaming. But see, you had to be 18 and older. And I got one of them moms again. You gotta have your parental control, dad one around. So I ain't had moms. She like, I don't know about none of that shit, and I didn't know it either. But they would write me like, man, we see y'all doing. can you see all these views, like uh, this one right here got six hundred sixty-eight thousand. You see my song. They called me Sea Wells at the time. I was just putting my songs on this gaming, cause that was just the way to get my plays and my views and all that type of shit like that. So, but they was really feeding into it. I started the whole 2K mix era. Wait. So if you type in NBA 2K Mix, it go back to like 2009, 10, and then was mine. So all the people that's on top today, they'll tell you oh, they used to write me. You know what I'm saying? Do your uh, due diligence on like Brother Ben X, you know, Walrus, uh, iPod King Carter. Them people used to write me when I was like 15, but you know, the gaming and shit, I only kept it going because I was getting those deals and all that, but it was just a way to promote other shit I was doing. You know, but like I said, my main focus was the movies and the cameras. That was my passion but I'm not a person that's gonna stick on one thing. I'm gonna do
0: other shit too. For sure. yeah. Now we got on how you touch the computers and I talk about the first time you picked up that camera.
1: Picked up that camera? Oh man. <laughs> All right, first time I picked up the camera, me and my homeboys, we had this school project. All right. Now the school projects, you could do a poster, you could do this little fake rap or a presentation. They said you could do a, a video on it. So it's eighth grade. Our shit was so good. You remember Mr. Kara, our social studies, t- so look, he was like, look, y'all video ain't even school appropriate, but it's so good, I can't even fail y'all.
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: So he told the kids, he said, look, we can't even show it in the class, but if y'all willing to skip y'all lunch, all this is leading up to what made me pick up the camera, like you asked, right? So he like, if y'all willing to skip y'all lunch and watch this presentation, we'll show it. Because we can't show it during class. Why wasn't nobody in the lunch? Everybody had their trays in the classroom watching this shit. They like, bro, this shit funny as hell. Y'all need to make some more. Y'all need to make some more. So we like, well, shit, let's come out with a series. And the next thing you know, they like, what we going to call it? I'm like, let's start something called like Hood Stories. Because we already got Hood Stories and we already doing this shit. Let's put a camera on it. We didn't think nothing of it. So that's what made me pick the camera up, and i just be in the, on the block with the homies and stuff. And like I said, that's what led that's led with all this. Like, we young as hell, man. We got two seasons of Hood Story, season one and two. All of them at least three episodes and up. Season one got like eight episodes. Season two, I had brought it back once everybody got out of jail, everybody came home. I said, man, when y'all come home from prison and all that, we're going to bring it back, you know what I mean? But that's what made me pick that camera up, that school project, and we just kept going from there. But if we were smart, we'd have put it on YouTube. We was putting it on Facebook. We had Facebook views. We wasn't doing it for like a career or like we gonna get paid out of it. There wasn't no money in that in 2010 like it is now. So we was like, shit, we, they want more. We was gonna give them more. It was just something to do. It was fun. Everybody wanted to be involved. So that's what made me just keep going around. Every time I was around the hood, like, hey, I gotta record
0: this. I gotta record this. So we just kept going. Shit. Seeing up a lot of things you had your hands in early on progressing to lucrative careers yeah do you ever get like doubtful like man had i had my hand on straight i should have did it this way Or do you get doubtful like maybe i should have pursued it this way or a different way
1: um what i think i should have did i should have stuck to like the movies and all that because i got caught up with what everybody else wanted for me because when i started rapping i got a uh, call from like steve rifkin's son which is ryan rifkin steve is the one who uh, started loud records you know do y'all do diligence on steve rifkin shout out to steve cool dude but when I was rapping and all that, he was like, man, we trying to sign you and all that. So I took my focus off the movies and all the stuff I was really passionate about because the hood, like, bro, this the way to get out the hood. So my thing was, okay, I'm going to rap a little bit then I'm going to pass the mic to them. But they had to set up like, no, we just want you to be the rapper only. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be the, you know what I'm saying? So to answer your question, yeah, I do wish I would have stuck more into the movies and the film and the, I could have been the 50, I'm not going to say could have because I still got time. I'm going to do it. But I'm saying like, at that time, I could have been the young 50 with how he got the power. Scenes. A Think away. about it. They all rapped at first, but they caught on like I caught on. That just ain't no. I mean, no disrespect to the rappers. You see how many mixtapes I got? I can't disrespect. These are albums and mixtapes. So I can't say, you know, no disrespect to it. But again, it's a bigger picture out here, man. So I was like, that's a way to promote other stuff. We got music we got people that do talent and all that you could put all that in a movie versus hey check out my mixtape or hey check out this t-shirt No, watch this movie we got the shirt in the movie we got the, the the music in the movie we got anything you need to promote in this one project and if i was smart i'd have stuck to it instead of listening to my my people saying i no, go out there sign the deal and all that and i'm just focusing on rapping and i ain't even passionate about it you know it was just something to do
0: so how do we end up to the
1: real brand? oh man when I just got fed up, like hearing no too many times. Cause I had these ideas from people that could have put me in a position to change my life, but they like, yeah, but we want this from you. And I'm like, fuck that, I'm gonna do it myself. Everything that I used to do, I'm going to re up on it, but I'm gonna have an LC behind it. I'm gonna have a plan behind it. And I started that in 2020, we at 23. I didn't launch it till 21. My anniversary just passed on the 27th. So you know, happy birthday, you know, happy uh, anniversary to uh, re as of November 27th, you know what I mean? But uh, the Rio was just more like, I started as a clothing brand just to stamp the logo on people's head, which I need to change that logo because it remind me of LRG so much. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I was t- I'm like, I've not seen it at the corner store. I said, damn, that's like re I said, I gotta change that. So I'm gonna rebrand that logo. But my thing is, I didn't want it just to be a clothing brand. I wanted to be a company. So we do films, we do movies, we do music, we do graphic design, we do beats. I make beats, too. You know, I got songs where I made the beat to the song that I'm rapping to. And I engineer on Pro Tools, FL Studio. I know these programs. I know these people, you know, I was hanging with the nerds. You feel me? Even though I was with the homies and all that, they called me the hood genius. And I was proud of that. And it was just something different than doing what I was presenting because like Dodie, i you remember we got people in school that dropped out in like third grade to start selling dope like man fuck school. you know who, i ain't gonna say no names but you know who i'm talking about and you know it was easy for me to just be like man i'm about to do that but i said fuck that shit, bro i'm about to do something different i'm gonna do something that's hard to do let me you know do this and do that so yeah to answer your question that's why that's what's up yeah. yeah
0: so how did the electronics become an addition of the real oh brands? man we tell you the electronics
1: man so like one thing about electronics is, for one, ain't no sizes in electronics. Now, if I got clothes, I got to have 5X, 4X, 3X. You might, look, if you want these headphones, I ain't got to worry about sizes, for one. And two, it, it's different. It's like, you know, you don't see a lot of people. Let me show you how these light up, too, man. These muscles, bad motherfucker. Make sure y'all get these headphones, man. These are the re-up headphones. They change colors. So you ain't got to worry about if it's your favorite color is on here, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Then we got the Bluetooth speaker right here. And it's not just a speaker. It charge your phone. You see this pad right here? It's a wireless charging pad. So if you plug this in, say you ain't got your cord of your phone, that's cool. Put your phone on here, it's gonna charge. And it's gonna knock, it's slap. So again, buy it, you find out how it look. But that's why I got into electronics. I seen what 50 was doing. I seen what uh, Dr. Dre was doing. And you see how he came out with the beast by Dre. See how uh, 50 came out with the SMSs. So I was like, shoot. It's easy for me to sell electronics because it's like I ain't got to worry about sizes. I ain't got to worry about do it fit, don't it fit, the quality gonna be good or not. And plus, it's a product, you know, it's, it's, it's different than just put on these clothes, you know? It's mm-hmm. like an essential.
0: Where did your love for electronics come from to know that you know? Oh man, okay. A
1: I met, um, and it's on this picture here. Matter of fact, it's on my accomplishments. Hold on, I'm gonna show you real quick. I'm gonna just lay that flag. Y'all have seen that enough. So, like right here, and I'm gonna get to all this other stuff later. This Jim Johnson right here, right? Jim Johnson, I met him through Steve Ripken. He gave me these Beats by Dre's. This leading up to why I got into electronics, right? So when he gave me these Beats by Dre's, it was the detox version, right? And I used to get on the school bus. And I did it just to prove a point, just to be funny. A lot of the shit that I come out with is stuff that I personally like. It wasn't like I just woke up like, I'm about to come out with this. It was a proof of point. So I used to go on the bus with these Beats by Dre's, the detoxes, it was a limited edition. I'm in high school, they loud. And I used to tell people on the bus, I said one day, I'm going to come out with my own headphones. These niggas laughed at me. Swear to God, they said, you ain't coming out with no goddamn headphones. You ain't never going to come. I said, watch, one day I'm going to come out with my own headphones and y'all going to buy. Swear to God, them same people can't, bro, I ain't do nothing but respect you, bro. Let me get two of them, you know? And they ain't know what size you wear. It's here, take it. See how easy that is, you know what I mean? It's just that simple. So it was an easier process. But I did it to prove a point, just to show niggas like, bro, if I put my mind to something, I'm going to do it.
0: Nah, for real. Yeah. So talk about the fashion adaptation. You know the pros and the cons that come with it, oh, which man. ultimately led to Soldier Boy and you guys having the conflict.
1: Oh man. Okay. So that's like a two split. So the pros and cons. I'm gonna answer that first, and I'll get to the Soldier Boy later. So the pros and cons to the um, fashion. The I'm gonna get to the cons first, right? So the cons is like. The trial and error you got so many vendors you got to go through like i spent more money on trial and error like okay let me see if this one oh it can't fade it oh, all the quality good on this vendor but the, the sizes ain't the true size you got overseas people size differences and all that so you spend a lot of money on if it's going to come out right or come out wrong but the pros to it is just the fact you freshen your own shit. Who don't want to be, you know, you can go to Macy's and buy this shit like this right here. I made this, this is my shit. Okay. So I can go to the club and I'm not wearing with another person wearing in the club. It's like, this is my thing. But I got inspired by Dapper Dan. You know, Dapper Dan used to dress them people and they asked him like, why you ain't come out with a brand It's like, no, it's better for me to make customs for a specific person than for me to just, which I do still got a brand. I got a clothing line. Um, website would just close randomly, but I don't even focus on that. I'm more focused on, because people write me like, where can I buy your clothes? I'm like, man, skip the clothes. What you want me to make you? I could put your name on it, make it special, make it where it's yours. So that's the pros so people feel good about it. Like, oh, I'm gonna go in here tonight and I know I'm gonna look good. So you know, how you present yourself is, is a plus. Now to answer your second part on the Soldier Boy tip, I wanted to clear that up because, um, I sent you this, you got the screenshots, don't you? Mm-hmm. Where the people, my whole, man, first, first off, shout out to Fort Wayne, man. Cause he came out with a shoe, this same shoe. And all I did was make a post saying, cause he always talking about some, I did it first, I did it first. I said, no, you ain't do this first. I, I been had this shoe in my hand, but he had the same vendor that I had, which also Master P guy. And I, again, we know who vendor that is. And if you do, you do, you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. You ain't to be sold, not told, right? So anyway, moving forward, I was just saying that for a marketing strategy to say, if Soldier Boy charging this much, then you can't get mad if I ask for the same what he doing because we got the, literally the same shoe, the same stuff. Fort Wayne took it as, oh, they took Lindsey's shoe. Now I correct about four people post, but by the fifth and the sixth, again, you got the post, bro. So I want you to put it on the, on the screen so they know I'm not bluffing about this. I'm not about deteriorating uh, another person's business especially a black business so I never said that he stole my idea and that's why I want to clarify I was just saying I got the same quality as people in the industry so you got to respect my prices you got to respect my quality but they took it as oh he stole his shoe because they seen it with me first you know when something happens to your kitchen you might say
0: this is ludicrous but that
1: won't fix your home
0: That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right.
1: You can file a claim on the app or call us.
0: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
1: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. So I ran off with it too. I said, well, fuck it. Yeah, he stole my shit, y'all. So I'm just trying to get his attention. You know what I'm saying? So I'm... And i did because if you post them screenshots as i'm talking you can see where he watching my story mode and i got people texting me talking about, oh, he to block me and all this so i'm like you seeing me bro but again it wasn't the beef with him it was just like yo bro you see i'm grinding like you grinding you should be if i'm soldier boy and i see a young nigga got an influence like that i'm like bro he's somebody let me pick him up let me see let me you know tag along with him partner with him let's get it popping but I was just using it as a marketing strategy because I didn't even make this shoe. This is an old shoe, by the way, and this, this, this ain't even my size. This is just the model to show you how it look and all that. But, again, I did that so if I put 300 on here or whatever price he was charging, you can't smack your lips at it, bro. You paying Soulja Boy that for the same shoe. So why you ain't going to pay mine? But I want him to know I'm the first one to beat him on his little I'm the first to do it challenge. I already got it in my hand. You had a mock-up version of it. You ain't even have it on your foot yet, and I already was walking in the streets with it. You see the dirt?
0: All right. But to answer your question, that's how that happened. For sure. So what do you feel your brand is gonna be headed? Where is it going in the future? What's oh, the future man. of real?
1: You trying to give out my sauce, man. You trying to give out my sauce. So, so where I'm going now, is let it know it's not just a clothing brand. So I'm about to get back into the movies, get back into the film. I want some people that serious about acting. I want some people that serious about this series and continue on the hood story series that I started, you know, and also I want to get into back into the graphic design, get back into making the beats, get back into doing everything that I've been doing just off the strength of doing it, but have it under one umbrella of re So, you know, that's really what it's about. No, for sure. What else are you working on or interested in at the moment? Right now at the moment, working on my life, bro. Cause I had to postpone, the serious things and like when you on a business, it's just straight business. You know, you postpone, you know, I got to show up to this event. I got to show up and be a, I want to be a better brother. I want to be a better uh, nephew. You know, I want to be a better uncle to, you know, the nieces and nephews don't know who I am because I'm always busy and doing it. I want to save my money. God damn, because every time you invest in, You never see your bread come back cause you just steady putting it out, putting it out, putting it out. Cause I'm just focused on building all that. So right now to answer your question, I'm more focused, I'm about to take, that's why I'm doing this interview, to let y'all know, Like I'm about to take me a year break for a minute. Let me get focused on my life real quick. Let me get my life together, see what I want to do personally, not what REUP got going on and all that. I've been doing all this work within two years, man. I've done more than what people done in five to 10 years. So I gotta respect that. I be hard on myself sometimes, thinking I ain't doing enough, I ain't doing enough. People are like, bro, you done did all this shit, bro. You doing good. So I'm like, you right, let me chill out. Let me focus on being a better son. Let me focus on the, the, the real life shit. You know, stuff that matter. I ain't with all that material Hollywood shit, bro. I'm about what re- real shit is. For sure. You know. Would you say it's hard to make it out of Indiana? Nah, it ain't. Some people just make too many excuses. Because if you really stay down till you come up like you're supposed to, put your head down and ignore the world, stay under the rock, you can do it. But some people are just so caught up in the hype, oh, I gotta keep up with this nigga, or I gotta rock. Man, she take look, I'd have pulled in that car last night. This is just an example all leading up to why it's hard to get out of Indiana. People are keeping up with the Joneses and thinking that this is what it is. When I go to Atlanta, when I go to New York, when I go to Cali, I say 4 1, they like 4 who? Not saying we ain't shit, but they don't know what it is. So y'all dying over something that don't matter to the world. So, of course, it's hard to get out of there if you. Consumed with, man, you gotta show up to this party and all that. We well, you to spend all that money, a fifteen hundred, on something that you could have spent on getting out of there. Cause you're trying to keep up this image. Oh, I can't pull up in the bust down car, messed up, or I can't go to the club. But well, don't go to the club. Go to work, hustle, whatever you doing. Get your money, get up out of there. But y'all so focused on, man, I gotta look good for this, or I gotta look good. You're gonna be stuck. So that's why they get stuck. So I ain't got no excuse for nobody. It ain't hard. You just gotta really want that shit. That's it. Nah, for sure. Get a plan, get 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 a strategy, and stick to that shit, man. Get off them bitches. Get off the what uh, Pimp C used to say: get off the crumb shit and come with a whole b- uh, bread truck, nigga. For real, get off the crumb shit. That's what. That's up. real. I'm I'm off the crumbs, and I, I could speak on it because I was a victim to that shit. I was feeling like I had to keep up. I was feeling like I'd pulled off the car like so many times, like, damn, I want a new car. And motherfuckers like, man, you don't want a new car? What you gonna get a new car for? Just ride around the city, look good, nigga. Get a new life. Fuck a car key, get a new apartment key, fuck a new whip, get a new life, nigga. So that's where I'm at right now. Like, I don't care what y'all think about me. Y'all can call me whatever you want, but y'all gonna see me. Real
0: shit. You any, feel me? Any last words and shout
1: outs? Shit, I ain't gonna do no shout outs. There's too many people. They're gonna kill me. Why you ain't show me up? But I will say this, man, do, do some due diligence on Fort Wayne, man. You know, type in Fort Wayne Indiana rappers, type in Fort Wayne Indiana entrepreneurs. We out here. We out here, we really doing our thing. We got a voice, and we, we different. I hustle different, I swag different, and everything about it is different. We got our own story, we got our own culture, and just shout out to God, man. Shout out to God, shout out to my moms too, because I ain't not one time. We did all that shit in her house. You know what I'm saying? Them people was coming to my house, which was my mom's house. I'm 15, I wasn't out of my mom's house at 15, you feel me? So shout out to that, and just shout out to everybody that support me, everybody that came out here. I got people that flew out here just off the strength of them hearing that I'm coming out here. You know what I mean? And again, uh, shout out to REUP. That saved my life, man, because I wasn't, I don't know what I'd be doing without REUP. I got a purpose now. So that's my shout out. And shout out to Dirty Glove Bastard for having me on here, man. Shout out to the A. I love y'all, man, for real. For sure, man. Lindsey the Great, we yeah. appreciate
0: you jumping off the porch with us today, gang. You already know, man. Holla. Bet. Ain't
1: nobody giving to me. I work hard for this shit. 50 50 ain't enough. I give my all to this shit. No silver spoon when I came up. I got it all off the string.